welcome back for another episode of Clean Tech Talk, where we at Clean Technica interview clean tech leaders from around the world. With topics ranging from electric cars to climate change communication, you can listen to our full podcast series by visiting our website at cleantechnica.com. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Clean Tech Talk. I'm your host, Joe Boras. I'm here with Jason Kennedy of Jackrabbit. Jason, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Joe. It's great to be here. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, for those of you who don't know Jason, Jason is the, I think, CEO, co-founder of Jackrabbit Mobility. Jackrabbit is the the micro-mobility solution. It's this micro e-bike. It's a fantastic little machine. And Jason, you probably saw if you were at South by Southwest, just did a fantastic seminar there about how EVs weren't going to save the world and that micromobility was still a critical key part of cities infrastructure that kind of needed to be solved for if we're really going to affect, you know, really going to affect a positive change in terms of carbon emission and climate change. So Jason, once again, thank you so much for the work that you're doing. I know that was a fantastic panel. Uh, I'm so glad to have you here. Why don't you talk us through the bike itself, the concept, and uh, how it came to be for a little bit. Yep, great. Yeah, thanks again, Joe. And yeah, I come from the tech industry. I worked in wireless, this kind of a the smartphone industry. I'm kind of an inventor from that world. And uh, and I've been an early adopter of kind of all sorts of um, types of, of tech. I got my first e-bike, you know, around 15 years ago. I would ride it to work and people would ask what I'm doing on that thing. And am I wow. really lazy? And, you know, it's like, <laughs> trust me, you're going to ride this as well. You're going to ride um, one eventually, right? You're, you're going to ride one. I mean, people asked if I was, why would I ride this? Am I disabled? And I'm like, well, they are great for disabled people, but they're great for everybody kind of, right? And so, so I ended up, while I was actually working in a large tech company, Qualcomm, a friend of a friend said, "You you gotta you gotta meet this guy who's working on this new type of vehicle. It's not it's not a, a full size e bike, it's not a scooter. It's this kind of new animal, kind of right, you know." And I did meet this gentleman, and uh, his his name's Tom. He's our CTO, and <laughs> Tom is he's awesome, a really cool guy. And uh, and I saw this thing, and and we iterated on it several times. We did a couple Kickstarters, very successful Kickstarters. We designed this thing from the start, from scratch, um, prototyping them kind of in our garages, having buddies that do welding and CNC and yeah. things like that. But but the, the idea was born from this kind of realization that, that there is a need for a new type of vehicle, something that's not as big as a full-size bike that you can bring indoors, and something that has kind of like big stable wheels and is mm-hmm. highly portable. And so we we came up with this thing called the Jackrabbit. We named it the Jackrabbit. Our first prototypes had a bigger back wheel and a front smaller front wheel. But we iterated and we came up with this thing that that has kind of all the benefits of a full size bike and all the benefits of scooter without some of the kind of you know from some of the limitations for certain use cases. And we think it has a a lot of applicability. I'll I'll hold one up for any you know for any video kind of like views of this, but but <laughs> this is what a jackrabbit looks like. You can hold it with one hand. It's 24 pounds. It's got a throttle here, 300 watt motor, 20 inch wheels, very small uh, wheelbase. But we're bike designers, and we design things to be ridden, you know, well, safely, very very stable and maneuverable. And it fits kind of like all types. So that's that's the jackrabbit. And we've been having a lot of fun and, and the word is getting out, right? So we're having- Well, hundred percent. I mean, you you recently won the micromobility award. You know, we, so it's funny, we do every year at Clean Technica, we do a best bikes list and we try to break it down into categories. 
And this year I had to do a second article because I couldn't figure out not only I couldn't figure out where to place the Jackrabbit in that e-bike hierarchy of category, but I, I, I couldn't figure out if it was even right to call it an e-bike because you don't pedal it. Right. Yeah. So we've, we've had all kinds of <laughs> interesting discussion on this sort of topic, you know, uh, folks on the internet, it like blows people's minds kind of like, that's not a bike, you know, and it's, it's like, well, bike. I mean, you call a motorcycle a bike, don't you? I Absolutely. mean, it's a motorcycle, but you call it a bike. And so, right. yeah, we are throwing the, the letter E in front of that, you know, and, and, and we didn't come up with this title, actually, by the way, um, like we, we came up with the bike, uh, the concept, um, but, but we've learned that like we, we were somewhat leading and creating this new segment that we're calling micro e-bikes. You can call it a, a micro bike. You can call it a micro e-bike. You can call it a micro motorbike, right? You know, but yeah, whatever you want to call bottom it. Bottom line is it, it looks like a bike. People will refer to it as a bike, no matter what you do. Yeah. Right. And well, and uh, success always breeds imitators. And I kind of feel like, you know, if you kind of have the vision and you look 20 years out, there's going to be a segment of vehicle called Jackrabbit. It just like, you know, people call a Xerox machine, a copy or a Xerox yeah. machine or, or, you know, Scott tissue, they're going to call it Kleenex because that's the brand name that kind of led the way. And you guys are a hundred percent, the pioneers in that. And you know, it's, it's worth bringing up too. Like this is a, and I don't want to like, you know, stir any weird political leanings or anything, but this is an American designed product. This is not something that came off of a shelf somewhere or as a catalog product. Like you do see with a lot of startup brands, this is something that you guys built, iterated, designed here in the U.S. And it really does solve for a lot of the needs that not only American individuals have, but American businesses have. You know, I can yeah. easily see this as being a much more accessible, much easier to, to carry around something for like campus security at a university or for someone who's doing checks over, you know, like let's say a large solar field and you have a technician that needs to get across X number of acres a day. This is a really easy way for them to hop on. They have the 15 or, you know, five or 10 miles of range that they need to get around. Then they get back inside, they can plug it into the office or they can put a couple of these in the back of their car. I mean, you were recently telling me, you know, as far as a, a Model 3, I think you can get a couple of these things, three or four of them inside a Model 3, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually, you know, we're we're selling through a lot of dealers and it, and it helps to um, show people, you know, riding is really believing and, and experiencing this. And so, yeah, um, just yesterday showing somebody wanted to go on a kind of a group ride. So I fit three in the trunk of a Tesla Model 3 and two in the back seat, you know, and I can fit <laughs> a third in the back seat. So like, you, you just can't do that with most other bikes, you know, and even no. scooters, you know, like a lot of scooters are relatively beefy. This thing's pancakes really well, 24 pounds. And so, and so, yeah, you're, you're able to like transport it. Thinking about the, the pre-ride, the mid-ride and the post-ride I like to pop, talk about, you know, those are, those are key factors. Like, how are you even going to get it to where you need to use it kind of right, you know, and then, right. and then, and then, okay, now you're mid-ride. Now, what do you do with it? Do you want to lock your expensive, you know, e-vehicle somewhere, right? And just hope that nobody steals it? Or do you actually want to put it into, we support something called walk mode on our, on our Jackrabbit. And you you kind of then transport transition to another form of trans transportation called walking, right? You know, and you uh, and you then kind of roll it. You turn the handlebars ninety degrees. Uh, it's a very comfortable and kind of walking position, and you walk it indoors, kind of right. You know, and then post ride, you throw it back in the car trunk. You you jump on a train, 
we're the only one you can fly with as well, right? You know, you you um you check it as baggage. Um, yes, what a great point because so. the battery is small enough that you can carry it on. Yeah, the FAA allows up to 160 watt hour battery um to be carried on as as a as a carry on. We're 151 watt hours. Um, you can bring two of them. So yeah, we have people. We we don't sell internationally right now at this point, but we have. We have jackrabbits kind of all over the world now, you know, Sweden, France, Spain, Bahrain, South America, <laughs> Ireland, you know, like um, people come by them, they buy our travel bag and they fly home with them and they just check it as baggage. So, yeah. yeah. And it, it's such a, a great idea. I remember you told us that uh, Matt Teske and I, when we did the live interview with you at, at Austin last year at the Electrify Expo, and you told us that it was like the light bulb went on in our head. It was like, this is exactly what you need. You get to where you're going, you know, you're flying to LA or something, you're flying to New York. You don't need to get a cab to wherever, you know, you get a cab to wherever you're going, but you don't need to Uber everywhere in the hotel. You just have your carry on bag, you have your jackrabbit in there. You just yeah. take it. You know, we're talking and, and about. You're right, though. Like you're, like we designed this, yeah, without getting into weird politics or whatever massive cultural differences or whatever i mean we think we think this sort of vehicle applies globally just to be clear but but we we set out from the start i mean we're like you know to some extent we designed this for our own use cases kind of right you know but america right. you know does have a pretty big you know car infrastructure car society sort of aspect to it right you know our cto tom who i mentioned before he worked at ford motor core right and so and he specialized on interiors and and engineering and design of interior portions and and he knows exactly the dimensions on your kind of smallest cars of what will fit, you know, behind the front seat, right? And so, so we we purposefully designed it to work well with cars, right? For Western markets, designed by you know, uh, you know, Americans in, in the in the Western markets initially for America for the Western market needs and for, and it's just progressed nicely in that regard where uh we do think this has plenty of international benefit but we definitely want it to work with and it's and it, and, it, and we've proven that it works with the other transportation methods that are used in america kind of right you know so. oh 100 you know we're talking about this vehicle this jackrabbit in a couple of different contexts now we're talking about it in the context of e-bikes we're talking about it in the context of scooters we're talking about it in the context of automobiles but it really comes down i think it boils down the need. What is the need? The need is to comfortably and quickly get from point A to point B. And if you look at that and say, what is the minimalist approach to this? What do I need to get there? And I got to be able to cover multiple terrains. I have to be able to take this over grass or dirt or you know over curbs and things like that, where most kick scooters will not be able to get the job done. And an e-bike with 40, 50 miles of range and a 750 or thousand watt or 1500 watt motor is going to be overkill. This does the job. Yeah. And I think this segment really, does that job. Yeah. This, this segment, segment does, does the job. job. Yeah. So, you know, I look at that and I think to myself, you know, as we look at the future of cities and you talk about Barcelona is looking at, doing these super blocks that are essentially nine square blocks or, you know, nine or three by three city blocks where they're not going to allow cars inside it, where we look at sections of New York, like Times Square, where they've closed it down to automotive traffic. And that's being repeated in London and in parts of California and parts of Seattle. You know, I look at that trend and I say, okay, this is making sense. And a vehicle like Jackrabbit, fits into that so beautifully because you can reach everything that you need to reach on a jackrabbit and you don't have to worry because the wheels are big enough, right? Like you don't have to worry about, I have to go over 
you know, some yeah. unpaved sections. I have to go over some sections of sand or gravel. Like you can do that on this and you can't really do that on other electric scooters to kind of, you know, put the Jackrabbit uh, without pigeonholing it, saying that it has some characteristics of e-scooters and e-bikes. It really does the job of an e-bike with the materials and and really the investment level of a, of a scooter, right? Because these things are not terribly expensive. No. Yeah. We, I mean, we, full transparency, we, some of our dealers ask us to price it higher, all right? You know, because they, because it's a premium product, you know, it's T6 heat treated, 6061 aluminum. The, we use Molly cells within our batteries, the most expensive cells, you know, above Samsung, LG. Those are great cells, by the way, as well. But, sure. but we, we did not skimp on quality and it can sell for more. But we literally do think that like everybody should jackrabbit. You know, we use jackrabbiting as a verb, kind of right. You know, so uh, <laughs> as so they should, as you everyone should. everyone should have one of these, and we and we want them. We want these to be accessible. You know, we don't. We also don't want to skimp though on quality. I mean, we we think that that our our MSRP and nine ninety nine, you know, is is a really good value, right? You know, it makes it in reach with folks. You know, but you know, we 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 want to keep the quality up as well. Well, so let's talk about that for a moment because it, it does, the MSRP is $9.99, but that's not really the final price that a lot of people are going to pay for that because there are micromobility rebates coming down the pipe. And in Austin now, you actually qualify for an e-bike rebate. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? And and maybe for people who are listening who don't understand why that, why the Jackrabbit wouldn't comply with like a Denver e-bike rebate or something like that, maybe give them some ammunition that they can reach out to their local lawmakers and say, Hey, you should include this bike. Yeah. And I, I know the folks at Austin energy and I would be happy to, you know, introduce shout out anybody. to Bobby Godsey <laughs> yeah, to, to the folks at Austin, like very impressive, you know, how they, to me, how they came up with this program and, and they kept it simple and they kept it kind of pure to what they're going for here. Right. You know, like it's not to like eliminate cars, you know, in, in, in entirety or anything like, it's like, Hey, look, there, this is a real city with real transportation challenges, and we want to find solutions that that like address those problems, you know, so cars and other vehicle types and walking, all these things work together, kind of right. So so they so their program is essentially like um some pretty straightforward parameters. I, I think it does need two or three wheels, you know, right? You know, sure. It it does need to have an electric powertrain. There might be some limits on on the overall kind of like you know like it needs to be road work. Don't have what they haven't limited in my mind to you know um is is over over limited it to just it needs this quote so called operable pedals aspect as if right. operable pedals meaning like you know bicycle pedals like and, sure and so this so this kind of belief that that if you have pedals then it is somehow less problematic or more noble or you get some exercise on it or some some sort of like mythical mystical kind of like you know desire that you want there kind of right you know but they're again they're basically like we live in the real world with real transportation issues and and if it helps with those and does good right then 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 it's then it's viable for the uh, for the rebate and so right kick scooters you know work with that program as well and and uh and so while we do think that you know i mean riding around a bicycle with operable pedals is great you know but there's plenty of of you know very powerful machines that have very powerful motors and and top speeds and are able to kind of get away with some of the top speeds 
because it supposedly has operable pedals that no one pedals kind of right. right. You know, it's almost like a loophole in a way. Right. So sure. But I mean, you don't have to paint it. Ne- so I'm, I'm not, I'm not accusing no, you of painting uh, it yeah. negatively, but there doesn't have to be there. The, the connotation of like, somebody's trying to get away with something, but l- flip that the other way and look at this idea of ableism and say like, there are plenty of people in this world. Like, you know, my buddy Pete that wears a prosthetic leg, he's not going to be pedaling anything. Or somebody that has knee injuries, they're not going to be pedaling anything. And yeah, you can say, well, these big e-bikes have a throttle, but something like a jackrabbit would meet their needs. They'd be able to sit on it comfortably. They'd be able to get out of their own way and go to where they need to go in a way that they may not be able to on a stand-up yeah. scooter because that standing up, that, that's no joke. You, you get on one of those things for five, six miles, you're feeling it, you know? And then a, yeah. a larger e-bike, you're pedaling that. I don't know. So I, I think that it's, it's a short sighted, it's a short sighted governing rule, right? Where they think they understand it to your point. They think yeah, that's, that the that's all my point as well. Knowable. Yeah. 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 No, we'll, yeah. we'll edit that out. Don't worry. It'll sound great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, we, 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 we believe that, that all these micro mobility vehicles do have, you know, like the vast majority of them have some pretty darn good merits. Right. You yes. Know? Um, and, we have a unique cut kind of right, you know, but it's a very accessible, a, a very, you know, like mass market cut, we believe, you know, of, yeah. of this. And, well, uh, if you're making it easier to buy, easier to transport, easier to live with, easier to charge, easier to travel with. I mean, you are solving a lot of problems that people don't even realize they have until they get these e-bikes. I was talking to a good friend of mine who bought recently bought two folding e-bikes for his boat didn't consult me, didn't ask me what to buy beforehand. And what he ended up with were 68, 70 pound folding e-bikes. They're great bikes. They're, they've got fat tires. So they're, you know, they can be ridden on the sand or whatever, but he's an older guy, him and his wife, they're not lugging these 70 pound bikes. So they just bought these things. They're basically anchors in case the boat needs something, right? Cause they're not right. pulling this out. And if, if they had had the jackrabbits there, if they had known about the jackrabbit, that would have been a much easier, more convenient way for them to have it on their boat and get around. I look at boats. I look at, you know, pilots that have, you know, that are recreational pilots. I look at RVs. This, I mean, your, your frame is even an aluminum frame. You should polish a couple of frames, put Airstream stickers on it. Those guys would be all over this thing. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we really, I mean, we, we've had, we have our various little sayings, you know, like, because we 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 have been referred to as like oh this is kind of like an interesting niche and it's kind of like well when you meet so many niches like you know yes. like I guess you're not a niche anymore kind of right you're not you know? a niche and, anymore right and and we we use the word accessibility a lot you know like we we design this to just be extremely accessible kind of right you know in in all ways and manners kind of right you know accessibility of of purchasing accessibility of of being able to ride it you know accessibility of being able to to transport it itself, meaning mm-hmm. lifting it into a trunk again with cars, you know, and, uh, and we've just been really, and we, we learn and we're surprised and we're pleased every day. I mean, our oldest riders are in their nineties, you know, we, we sold the fleet to the uh, U S Olympic rugby team. Those are like 250 and 300 pound dudes who ride them, you know, right. And so, so we've just been just extremely impressed with like with its wide variety and availability. And again, that word accessibility. So sure. You know, you mentioned this idea of, you know, people are starting to you're starting to meet all these niches and everything and, and making it more accessible. And it it occurs to me that people are starting to have 
kind of like fleets of e-vehicles, like these EV enthusiasts, these early adopters who already bought their Model 3 or their Model Y, they also have an e-bike and they may also even have a Jackrabbit because that's so much easier to you know put in the back of the car. Are you starting to see that, that people are kind of having little electrified vehicle fleets in their home or is it just, you know, guys like me that review these things. So we have six of them. No, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've been pleased in that regard as well. And so for, for some consumers that, that maybe do have limited space, like, so for New York city, it's one of our top markets, right? Yeah. Manhattan and Brooklyn, smallish apartments kind of right. You know, like they, they can only have one, you know, e-vehicle perhaps kind of, right? You sure. know, or one kind of like Pedelec kind of in general kind of, right? You know, and, you know, our, our bike gets flat, very flat, you know, seven inches wide. You can hang it in a closet kind of, right? You know, so so it does fit with that that kind of world, you know, but but here in California, we all have cars, you know, right? A lot of us do, right? Sure. Um, a lot of us take public transport as well. And, and we all have kind of like our weekend cruisers as well. So yeah, I mean, it definitely fits within... Uh, a quiver kind of right of, of options right you know and we even have some users who said like hey i love my full-size e-bike you know I, I love it when i have a really long ride but now that i have a jackrabbit it's kind of like taking the rv out of the garage kind of right you know um, yeah is it, but you see that i mean if you have a really big long range fat tire e-bike that weighs 100 120 pounds by the time you have racks and wheels and everything else on it you know and you just need to go run to the store or you're meeting a buddy for a beer somewhere you know, taking that thing out of the garage is a bit like far, you know, firing up the old Harley fat boy. Like it, it's, it's a right. lot, you know, and then you afterwards, can... you know, like if you, if you do go meet a buddy at the bar, you know, call an Uber, throw it in the back of any Uber, throw it in the trunk of any Uber. Kind of right. Thing, you know? Cause it'll, cause it was designed to fit in a trunk of a standard Western compact. That makes perfect sense. And then you're not even worrying about getting it back home, which you a hundred percent would be, you know, and that's, yeah. that's the other thing I think that you know, as we move into these smarter cities that are that are more accessible by more different that are more accessible by different means of transportation, not just a car, you are going to start to find not only new niches, but you're going to start to find that portability is really the key to accessibility because you can't have a six thousand dollar, very expensive e-bike with an exposed battery parked somewhere and chained up somewhere i mean it's just too big of a target right like i yeah. wouldn't feel comfortable i'm in chicago i i have no problem taking the train into the city but i have a problem chaining my expensive e-bike to the bike lock when i'm going five miles away and i'm going to be gone for eight hours i don't it will feel, be stolen i mean it will all, be stolen all, yeah, right, yeah. right so but a jackrabbit yeah toss that over my shoulder i can just sit next to it it doesn't take up enough space you know as long as i'm not in the heat of rush hour and even then i can probably get away with having it on the train yeah i mean this this whole kind of i, I agree of course with that and and just this but we love being a part of this whole kind of like you know evolution and expansion you know so that so there's so there are some you know vehicles that are just i'll call it for the hardcore long distance bike commuter kind of right you know sure. and those are like you know very long wheelbase maybe very powerful kind of right you know and and those are great, you know, but but for the vast majority of people, they need something that can go several miles comfortably, kind of right. You know, like right. we we uh, we our batteries swap out. We sell extra batteries. About yeah. half of the Jackrabbit customers buy an extra battery, buy a spare battery, <clears throat> and our spare batteries attach under the seat. So if you need to go twenty miles, you buy a spare battery. But a, but yeah. a 
But on the built-in, you know, on the on the battery that comes with it, right? Same as this the spare battery, you get 10 plus miles, right? right. And that, you know, over I think it's over uh, like 80% of the car trips in the in the US are like under five miles, right? Yeah. That is I was, that that's is exactly what I was gonna bring up next was you know, a hundred percent. That's that's totally right. And if you're alone and just going from point A to point B, even a range of five, 10 miles seems like a lot. I mean, five miles away from where I'm at, that's there's a lot of stuff within five miles. And and I understand that 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 may not be true. If you live in like Lorain, Ohio, there may not be everything that you want in five miles, but you know, there is something to be said for using the right tool for the right job. This is not the tool for that. This is not the tool yeah. that you and need. Cargo bikes, cargo bikes are great as well, but it's a different kind of like use case kind of, it's right? a you know, different cargo bikes, use case. Cargo bikes, I more likened to kind of like an actual car replacement, kind of like if you like if like you know yes. if you if you if you are thinking you need a car but you can't quite afford it, you don't want to take on that responsibility, you know, then get a cargo bike, right? That's been more possible than ever, kind of right now, right? And right. they're great, you know. But again, for the, for the vast majority of of you know of transportation needs, it's some there's some statistic. It's only like you know only like. Only it's it's in the teens of percent, you know, of, of car trips are over 25 miles, right? You know, so right. so you need something with safe big wheels that has a solid kind of accessible, like anybody can get on it and get off of it, right? right. And anybody can maneuver and ride it and get it up and down curbs and things like that, right? You know, but I want to say that this is an issue that affects all aspects of e-mobility, right? Because when you look at, you know, I love the concept of of kind of the theme of your South by Southwest show was this EVs won't save the world, or at least, you know, electric cars alone won't save the world. Right. And I look at that and it's such a smart play because we talk about the statistics of how many percentage of trips are so short. And at the same time, you have this majority of people who think that they need a 300 mile battery range before they feel comfortable in electric car. And 85, 95% of the trips that they take, they will never need that. They will never need more than 40 or 50 miles in a day. And for those people that do, it's not the right product. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, I have several full-size bikes, you know, but I, but I, and obviously I'm biased, but I reach for a Jackrabbit 90% of the time now at this point, you know, and uh, it's got the range that you need. Right. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that you, you say it that way, that you are, that you reach for the jackrabbit, you know, despite being biased, I, I think you, you know, you and I have met in some interesting contexts and we, you know, at these different bike shows and and e-mobility events, and I can pretty much walk up to any booth and say, Hey, you know who I am. Let me take one of these bikes out for a couple, you know, for a couple minutes. I think you can, you can testify to this. I think I've tried to steal a jackrabbit at least every time that we've met, if not two or three times per occasion. (laughs) I absolutely love riding these things, you know, and and I'm a fairly, you know, I may may not be a tall guy, but I'm certainly a heavy guy. I have never felt like they're underpowered. Right. So, I mean, I think that like this 300 watt thing, that's going to get you where you need to go. And if you're looking at specs and you always buy things based on as many Americans do, and as many people around the world do, they want the biggest motor the biggest battery the the fattest tires like do you need that like have you tried living without that i mean i had a 50 mustang in the 80s in the in the early right. 80s it was an 87 
and it made 205 horsepower. And my parents were convinced I was going to kill myself with that car. My minivan that I drive three kids and the wife around in now will blow the doors off that old Mustang. So like, <laughs> you know, what, what is the context here? What do we really need? And why are we saying to ourselves that we need 40 miles of battery range? That's insanity. It is interesting. I, mean, I guess, I guess we, you know, we had a principle in mind when we designed it and we've stuck with our principle, but, but we, we, I guess we included some affordances, you know, in, in that early enough, we, we were lucky or smart enough, right. Where we, where we included that. <laughs> I think you were um, smart enough. Let's give you some credit here. You, you guys have a tremendous we, product. So let's just, we have, we have the swappable battery, right. You know, and yeah. as I, you know, as I think I mentioned earlier, you know, we have um 50% of our customers do buy the extra battery, but I, Recent trip in New York, you know, I was staying in Brooklyn. I rode across the Williamsburg Bridge. I rode up to Manhattan. I took the ferry across, rode back to, to my Airbnb in, in Brooklyn. One battery. I brought another battery, but I didn't need it, you know, riding up and down Manhattan, right? And uh, and yeah, I, I do think that there's kind of an American aspect to that. And and we 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 allow for that American aspect of, yeah, you, you can bring as many batteries as you want, kind of right, you know, to get that mega range if you need it. But, See this but, guy but, with like the bandolier, like, you know, like the, yeah. like the old well, West dude, of... he's got like seven batteries in there. I'm going yeah, to I mean, they, they kind of look like a drill battery or something kind of right, you know? Yes. And then, and then power. I mean, we, we did our research, you know, on, regarding power. We, we, we experimented with smaller motors. We experimented with larger motors. Power is good. I like power, you know, right? But we 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 found this 300 watt motor, and and it will move you. You know, we 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 you know we had we had some questions about San Francisco. San Francisco is a great market for us. You know, we have yes. some great reviews on our website that were just strangers. You know, that that are like, yeah, I have this in San Francisco. It works really well for me. You know, I I question it on the hills, but I love it. You know, so right. Oh, you know, does yeah, this have to- regenerative braking? Because no, you would think so, that so, in San Francisco with all the hills, you'd have infinite range. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's a, that's a great question. Regenerative braking. There's some gimmicky aspects and so regenerative braking in some products, you know, and, yes. and even cars, you know, like, like you have the mass there. And so, so adding a little bit more and you have, a, you know, thousands of parts in a car already kind of right. You know, so, so what's, a, so what's seven a, more, right? Yeah. What's more, what's seven more parts and you know, whatever. 50 pounds more, whatever. Right. You know, but, but again, to the point of like accessibility and portability and those sorts of like, we, we kept Jackrabbit really simple on purpose. We do have some stuff. I mean, we have a, we have a full roadmap, you know, like we, there, there's a lot of variations possible with this. There's a lot of modifications. We like really like modifications of our products as well. We got, we have a bunch of those I can talk about, but uh, from just people out of the woodwork. I saw a guy with a surfboard on theirs. Yeah, yeah, we have a great basket. We're coming out with a trailer as well, you know. So we have there, there's 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 all kinds of types of capabilities. But does but the trailer we, have its own battery to feed into the loop so you don't lose any range? That that does make sense, and you will see stuff like that from us, you know. Because again, oh, it's all it's all cool. about it's all about you know like really fitting in real world situations, you know, and 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 we've. You know, we 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 designed that from the start. You know, where 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 we just kept kept our original mission in mind, kind of right. You know, and so so yeah, we 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 achieve a lot of the portability and utility aspects, but but we're also like really focused on making it pleasurable and 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 
And so you mentioned earlier, Joe, kind of like the fun and riding around. Yeah. I mean, this thing, you kind of got to ride it to believe it, you know, and we, we encourage folks to, you know, visit our website and look at our dealer locator. We, we have a, uh, 80 and, and 80 and counting dealers, you know, and uh, across the U.S. And and the more we get, the more folks will, will right. kind of realize. What and they're about. standard bike dealers, right? Because I could totally see, you know, like I, again, not to get too political about it, but, you know, there are groups of people who are hunters who like to get out into the woods or even bird watchers, nature watchers, hikers, things like that. You know, I could really imagine a scenario where someone wants to go hiking, but someone else has asthma, they have allergies, maybe they're injured, they don't want to go out there. And you could ride a jackrabbit and and kind of keep up with everybody. So I think that it's it's very exciting to see this. And I, I, I don't know what kind of dealers you have. So I guess I'll ask the question, are they bike dealers? Are they outdoor dealers? Yeah, like that's outdoor a good question. Store? So... We come from kind of a bicycling background, mm-hmm. right? It, my my co-founder Tom does. He designed a bike called the Titan Flex, the one that race across America four times, you know. And so, so we come from that background. And so we we first went to bicycle stores, and we have a, a bunch of great bicycle shop partners. But we've learned we're like the fits are all over the place, right? Yeah. And so the power sports industry, we have a. Uh, uh, a lot of motocross and MotoGP even type. This is a great pit bike, kind of right, you know. When they're not riding a full-powered motocross bike, you know, or racing bike, they ride a jackrabbit kind of, right? You know, so so we we have a lot of uh, power sports dealers, and we have a lot of. I just added a couple dealers um, to the to the platform from the marine and boating world as well. You mentioned earlier, you know, whether you can carry this on, you can carry these on and off boats all day long without you yeah. know, any sweat, kind of, right? Right. Well, and, so and to that dealers, end, you might as well just put it back up on the desk just to prove the point. Because it takes yeah, a second yeah, and a half yeah. to just lift it and put it on your desk. I'll, I'll just lift it from my uh, from my chair, right? You the, know, yeah, don't, you don't even have to get up. It's just that. Yeah, I don't even have to get up, right? You know, so here it is. You know, right? You know? <laughs> so, 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 yeah. We we it just kind of goes back to like it it fits everywhere, kind of right? You know, from from a from a rideability accessibility, and 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 I got a couple kind of funny little stories, you know, about about some of the accessibility aspects of it. We. We've had several people, some of our dealers, and 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 actually a mechanic at a dealer. Mechanics can be tough customers, you know, tough oh, tough yeah. partners. Right, they're very demanding. We had a mechanic who said, "Yeah, somebody came in. Uh, a woman came in with her granddaughter. He thought it was the granddaughter was interested in a Super Seventy Three, and those are fun and great. And and they, while she was checking out, I asked I asked the the, the uh, older lady." How about you? Are you interested in anything? She said, I'm really embarrassed to say this, but I've never learned how to ride a bicycle. And so within 20 minutes, he's like, here, come check this over. And within 20 minutes, she was uh, striding around on a jackrabbit because with the power off on a jackrabbit, it's basically like a, a, it's an adult a strider bike. Yeah, right? a it's an adult strider bike. bike. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And so then eventually she put the foot, they had her put the foot pegs down and then he turned the power on and showed her the throttle and she ended up learning how to ride a bike in her seventies, kind of right, you know. And we've had oh, several of those amazing. sort of stories, you know, which, which again is kind of a testament to like, you know, people realize it once they ride it, kind of right, and they see and they 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 start to envision how this can fit into their lives, kind of right, you know. And it seems, it seems obvious to me, right, you know, but but and it seems obvious to some people, but we've really learned that like uh, that this really is a new invention, kind of right. It's a know? new invention, and it's not obvious, right? Like. I would love to see you guys here. This is, this is going to be my consulting fee right here. Ready? Yep. You need to do an ad campaign called it fits 
where it's just a jackrabbit and you put it in different places and go, will it fit? Yeah, it fits. I have a Miata. Will it fit behind the seat? Hey, it fits. Hey, you know, I'm riding in a desk and I'm working in a, at a shade you know, we work environment at a working, you know, shared working environment place. There's about eight inches of space between the two desks. Will it fit? Holds up to seven inches. Yep. It fits. Will it fit behind my bed? Yep. It fits. And just I showing just wrote it down, Joe. That's it fits. Yeah, the yeah. invoice is on its way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. such a great product because it really does not only physically fit into all these different areas and all these different niches, as you said, the literal, a literal niche, you know, like it'll fit into a niche in a Roman Gothic church. It'll go right in there. But I think in your life as well, it does fit the niche, right? Like, okay, well, I'm a student. I need to get the class. I'm in my dorm. Cool. I hop on and I go, all right, well, I need to, you know, get to wherever it is. I'm, I'm there. And in the time you're waiting for an Uber to come get you, you could have already been there, especially if you live in a major city. And then if you, you know, starts raining, it starts snowing, the weather turns nasty, no problem. You call your Uber, you call your Lyft. I like Lyft better. That's just me. And then you throw it in the back of the thing and you're just ready to go. And it just kind of, by virtue of being like none of the things you want, it becomes everything you need and you can once you've met your needs, you can start using it more and more and more. And I really think it's inventions like the Jackrabbit that are going to get people to say, yeah, I'm going to take my Jackrabbit out instead of my car. I'm going to go to breakfast today or meet the ladies for brunch on my Jackrabbit instead of bringing a car because I don't want the hassle of parking. I don't want to have to deal with this, that, or the other thing. And it's just going to be more fun and lighter and better. And that's where we're really going to see you know, a, a reduction in carbon emissions and things like things like that, because even if you take something small, like a Chevy bolt, which is like the most accessible, most affordable EV you can buy in America. And you look at the elements and the rare earths and everything that went into making the batteries for that one fairly compact EV, right. how many jackrabbits could you, could you have made? How many jackrabbit batteries could you have made with those resources and removed that many cars not removed them from the world, but removed them from those short trips, from those inner city trips that are causing the congestion, that are causing the traffic, that are causing the emissions while you're idling, that are causing the noise and the sound and the gridlock and really reclaim that space. And I'm, I'm, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, and this just means that I paid attention in Austin, but I'm really genuinely excited about what you guys are doing. And I, I just... I wish you nothing but all the success in the world because you guys are killing it with this thing. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, and we we we, you know, I, I worked in in the fiber, you know, um, packaging world, you know, which which is great, you know, because it's compostable, right? You know, but uh, and so so I know the terms out there, and, and we haven't pushed this extremely hard, you know, because we def- no one wants to be accused of greenwashing, you know, but we but we have thought of sustainability a lot with, sure. with the jackrabbit kind of right you know and 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 yeah i mean you you could re- it's made of aluminum you can recycle this thing kind of right you know and we consciously thought about the battery size and how many cells do you really need kind of how much right. cells do you really need to occupy kind of right you know and so so yeah and there's I mean, going to be people that need more and there's going to be people who yeah. and for them there's products and i'm sure there's products coming and for people who don't need that much you don't even need to buy the extra battery 
we 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 yeah you're absolutely right and we 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 like the we also say like you know it's kind of like a good it's your travel buddy kind of right you know and, travel buddy and, your and travel bunny to, <laughs> yeah travel bunny travel did you say bunny or buddy yeah it's, it's yeah. Uh, um but uh but we we mean that in all ways you know like so again we have we have we we have another nice little story somebody wrote into us and said yeah my 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 dad this is a, this is like a 40 year old, 50 year old who wrote to us um, somewhere around that range. I think my dad has been having a hard time keeping up with us on vacations and he feels kind of like he stays back at the condo or stays back at the hotel. This time we went to Hawaii. We brought a jackrabbit with us on the plane, brought it to Hawaii. And now, you know, we're having trouble keeping up with him. You know, he, he's leading the pack <laughs> kind of right, you know, Good for him. And he's he, any excuse to run to the store to fetch some more, you know, groceries or whatever, you know, he jumps on the jackrabbit, you know? And so, yeah. So, so it's a travel. There's buddy another place it fits. It fits in the shopping cart while you're going through the grocery store. You don't oh, yeah. even have well, to Well, I use it, it as a shopping cart because we have a basket. I put it into this walk mode, you know, and then you can walk into the grocery store and oh. do your shopping into the basket on the jackrabbit, you know? So, so it's a travel buddy from both kind of like a, like global vacations, you know, global airplane trips. Right. You know, but it's also your daily kind of realistic little kind of, you know, micro travel buddy, your micro distances kind of right as well, you know, where, where it just kind of fits in with how you get around. You know, if you get around via public transportation, it fits with that. If you walk a lot, if, you know, it fits with that. You transition from walking mode to riding mode, very, very seamlessly. We're very focused on kind of seamless transitions and seamlessly fitting in with with existing infrastructure, but also kind of like creating new modes of, of transport kind of through this. I think you've done a beautiful job with that. Well, listen, I know we're coming to the end of our time contract here. Obviously, I, I'm here if you want to keep going, but I want to be uh, you know respectful of that. I know you're a busy guy. For people who are listening in, who want to learn more about this, who want to see more about it and kind of, you know, follow along with your adventures and the adventures of everybody who's on their jackrabbit, jackrabbiting around, where do they follow you? How do they find out more? Yeah, so our our handle, our website, et cetera, you find us by jackrabbit.bike. So um, that's our website. It's not .com, it's .bike, right? So jackrabbit.bike on Instagram, jackrabbit.bike on Facebook, jackrabbit.bike and you know, we're here, we're based in San Diego and we got a couple other folks around the country and, you know, come ride a jackrabbit with us. You know, you, you'll, you'll see it, you know, we, it's, it, it's not a toy, but it's really fun, right? You'll get a lot of utility out of it and, right. and, and you'll get a lot of smiles out of it as well. Oh, a hundred percent. I think it's a fantastic thing. You know, and the nice thing about these is you, the, you do have the Molly batteries. Molly, of course, any hot rodder knows Molly pistons and everything. They've been around forever. and But they are like among the safest, you know, like UL certified, UL tested batteries that are out there. Obviously, that's a, an important part of all this, like your chargers and everything else. All of that is designed with safety in mind, right? Yeah, we we designed it to be safe, and we we think this will just do the entire industry a whole lot of good if everyone just continues and focuses on safety. You know, high speeds are fun and great and everything, right? You know, but for but for true kind of like, you know, a, achieving a, a really good impact and, and achieving a really good transportation benefit purpose, think about safety. That's we we thought about safety from the start, and yeah, our we do use Molly cells within our batteries. We 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 have gone through full UL testing as well. We think that's important. We've even gone through Consumer Product Safety Commission bicycle tests, even though we're oh, right. technically not a bicycle. We don't have operable pedals, but but we uh, uh, we went through that battery of, of testing, you know, including high speed braking and 
pedal strikes, you know, things like that, you know, which we use our foot pegs instead of pedals for that those tests. And and we've always just been committed to safety. It's part of our it's it's our core design thesis, and we and we practice it every day. You know, we it goes 20 miles an hour, but and which is pretty zippy, you know. But oh but yeah, that's moving. That, that's as fast as we're going, essentially, right? And we really encourage, like, for city riding, you know, use kind of a pulse approach. You know, get get a good average speed. You know, in the in the mid teens, even in the low teens, you'll get there fast. You know, we we always focus on safety, and that'll really just help adoption of the segment, kind of right. And a hundred percent. And the twenty inch wheels speak to safety as well. You know, we're talking about battery safety because that seems to be the topic du jour when you talk about micro mobility. But the fact is, if I'm you know, riding my Varla, which I love and I would never give up because it's a 30 mile an hour stand-up scooter. But let's face it, it's a five or six inch wheel. If I hit a pothole on that thing, I'm going down. If I hit yeah. a pothole on a jackrabbit or, you know, something that has 20 inch wheels, I'll feel it. It'll be jarring, but I'm not going to go end over end. I'm not going to be hurt. I'm not going to be in the air going, man, I really should have been wearing a motorcycle helmet for this, which I a hundred percent do on my Varla. I wear a full face scorpion because otherwise yeah. I'm going to lose my face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably. I hope not, Joe, but, <laughs> but that's, but, but, but that's but yeah, an important I mean, part you're, of you're, safety. You have the, you're right. It's the wheels, it's also the low, it's got a pretty low center of gravity as well. And we, yeah. we say like, you, you kind of always have four on the floor with a jackrabbit. It's kind of like an adult strider in a way, right? You it's know, an adult like strider. Yeah. Set the seat. You, you don't step on up onto pedals with a high kind of like center of gravity. You, you know, when you're at a stoplight, when you're, you know, sit, sitting in a crosswalk, right? You got your feet on the ground, you're sitting comfortably, and you got your you got your wheels on the ground, and you can get up and down curbs on it because of those big wheels, and you can always kind of put your feet down, right? So, yeah, safety safety is key. It will always be key for us, and, and we just encourage everybody to within the industry to practice, practice that. We'll all get places, you know, happier, better, and safer, all right? So, and thanks again, and, uh, yep, talk soon. Perfect. Bye. Thank you for listening to Clean Tech Talk. Join us next time to get your electric fix. If you would like to sponsor our podcast, send us an email at accounts at cleantechnica.com. That's A-C-C-O-U-N-T-S at cleantechnica.com. Thanks. Walk, 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 walk,